Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort ride by ride, land by land, park by park, life experience by life experience to determine which is better. I'm your host, Eric, and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity answer this long, elusive question. Which is better, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Joining me as always, Dan. Oh. Surprise. Who goes first? Uh, Yeah, I know. Uh, Hi, I'm Dan. Uh, Merry Christmas. It's August. So that means we're celebrating Christmas now. Thank you for that. Yes. And also Jimmy. Hi, I'm joining from a basement of a 65 degree (laughs) parent's house in Salt Lake City, Utah. And whose parents are they? Do you know yet or have my parents? Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Their basement, their thermostat. And I've got a blanket over me. I'm very cold. But this is probably the most insulated best I'll ever sound. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, and we also have with us uh, for the first time, I guess not. It's not the first time we've had a guest, but this this guest is a first time (laughs) guest. Welcome, Alex. (laughs) Hi, Eric. Hi, boys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Dan, would you care yes. to tell us uh, why you invited this person to our podcast? Well, this is uh, Ms. my a very good friend of mine, Alex Tibbetts, and she is a harpist. And uh, you, Alex, are going to be going on tour, releasing an album, all that kind of stuff that we will be talking about towards the latter part of this episode. And Teasers. Well, you know, uh, I don't know about you guys out there in podcast land, but when you have a very good friend who is doing a thing that you want to help promote and they, you have a podcast, then they usually tr- peer pressure you into hijacking well, no. their. Oh, no, they, they, they very nicely <laughs> ask you to do something completely unrelated. And then you say, I know, I'll shoehorn you into my podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's how it happened. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, Dan. We've been to Disneyland a couple of times together, but I don't know if I have any business being on a podcast. Well, well, you do because we figured out a way to get you here, which is to talk about weddings. Because where do you see harps other than in the orchestra pit <laughs> <laughs> and in heaven? When, when you get there. That's, right. That's right. There you go. <laughs> on that cloud, as <laughs> at a wedding. <laughs> So, specifically disney weddings right right yeah and uh this is especially fun i think for me because alex is one of i think the i think the only guest we've had on so far that is not entirely on board with the idea of <laughs> disney parks and uh all of that kind of stuff and yeah alex, so you're an impartial I like, judge. I like i like rides i just um who doesn't uh, you know, I, I'm a little bit skeptic when it comes to like the, the proposals, for example, these are, I'd like to learn a bit more right. on and this you know, journey with you guys. You know, a couple of these, uh, I won't say mentally ill, but, um, hey. people <laughs> who, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, Jimmy. Um, oh. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, some people, there are some people in your, in your life who have recently gotten engaged at Disney parks. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them actually at Disneyland. So mm-hmm. let's put it to rest today of which one's the better one to at least get engaged at. But I have a really important question. Did they ride Pirates of the Caribbean first 
before <laughs> proposing. Well, why would they do that, Dan? Oh, because do you have a theory about speaking, this? Oh, yes. <laughs> the best way to begin your day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Dan may you, have talked about this before, Alex. Yeah. Do you know where in the, do they propose well, in wait, front of the castle? We're not there what? yet. We have hmm? to get into the history oh, oh. of marriage first before That's we get right. into. Well, I'm tired of hearing my own voice. So someone talk for a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, it, Jimmy's right. We do it. We do have a way of, of doing things around here. And uh, I, I mean, it sounds like we're ready to just leap into, into content. So let's, let's do that. Um, <laughs> And uh, we'll start out. Dan has prepared uh, the history <laughs> of marriage, and I have uh, gotten a little bit of information on the history of marriage at a Disney park. Jimmy, <laughs> I, I don't know if Jimmy has prepared um, a history of uh, love itself, but <laughs> he's welcome to chime in. Uh, yeah, so we'll do the history, and then we'll we'll go through proposals, then weddings, then uh, honeymoons. Mm-hmm. And All right. that's that's your, what it happens. Then. Uh, <laughs> right, unless you have an arranged marriage, in which case, uh, I am sorry we're leaving you out on this. But well, that's kind of why I put marriage first. I mean, there's there's enough arranged marriages where the love will happen eventually. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, right. So I. I started to look into a history of marriage and I thought, uh oh, that's not going to go well. So let's talk about 13, <laughs> 13 surprising facts about the history of marriage. This is from LiveScience.com. Uh, so, uh, the, the fact, we're going to start with 13. Here we go. You ready? Ooh. It's just like just like one of those other episodes. Do we get to guess which is which? And then you throw the spin okay. wheel. No, okay. no, 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 that's not gamified. No. Uh, let's start actually with number twelve. Um, a partnership of equals by about fifty years ago. The notion that men and women had identical obligations within marriage began to take root. Uh, that's good. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, I like Number that one. 11, different spheres. Uh, marriage wasn't about equality until about 50 years ago. At that time, women and men had unique rights and responsibilities within marriage. For instance, in the United States, oh, this isn't funny. Mar- <laughs> marital rape was legal in many states until the 1970s. Oh, no. And women often could not open credit cards in their own names. Ooh. Uh, moving on to number 10, market economics around the world. Family arranged marriages have gradually given way to love matches and a transition from agriculture to a market economy plays a big role in that transition. Uh, and then we got, uh, love matches happen. Number nine, uh, the notion love matches, love matches gain traction, uh, meaning that marriage was based on love and possibly sexual desire, hubba hubba, but mutual attraction in marriage. That wasn't in the article. I added that you added the hubba hubba yeah is is like tinder inside that love matches section or when does that come in oh that's uh that's another uh list that i'm not prepared for um but yeah wouldn't that be awesome (laughs) and a little like a wooga emoji or something The little bulging eyes, awugas. <laughs> right. Uh, number eight, civil marriage. In the last several hundred years, the state has played a greater role in marriage. For instance, Massachusetts began requiring marriages, marriages licenses in 1639. And by the 19th century, marriage licenses were common in the United States. Uh, number seven, state or church. Kind of the same thing we're talking about. There's a lot of... Uh, number six, we got... Uh, 
but uh, monogamy, that's apparently a new thing. <laughs> Let's see what they say about that. Wait, We're learning talk. so much. Monogamous marriage is very different from the modern conception of mutual fidelity. Uh, though marriage was legally or sacramentally recognized between just one man and one woman until the 19th century, men had wide latitude to... Wow. Um, yeah, had wide latitude to engage in extramarital affairs. Uh, Uga? <laughs> Make America great again. Uh, number five, monogamy. I think I feel like I should have done this in the opposite order. Whatever, we're still doing this. Uh, number five, monogamy was established. Uh oh. Uh, I want to thank my producer. I want to thank God. And uh, I want to thank uh, my parents. And I also want to thank the Academy. Okay. Uh, monogamy became the guiding principle for Western marriages sometime between the 6th and 9th centuries. We don't have to continue this, but we're like almost there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got to finish. Okay. Yeah. Number four. Do we think. Okay. Here we go. Oh, no. We have. <laughs> <laughs> the the remaining four will are in no particular order. More about polygamy? What the hell? Okay, we're just going <laughs> to wow. do that. Uh, okay. Number four is about babies. Number three, let's get to the fun stuff. Polygamy prefer preferred. Ahuga. Monogamy <laughs> seems central to marriage now, but in fact, polygamy was common. Yeah, okay, we get it. Uh, Number two, family ties. Oh no, what's this going to be? Keeping alliances within the family was quite common in the Bible. Forefathers and yeah, right. I don't know. Royal family stuff. Um, sorry, too soon. And number one, what's number one, everybody? What do you think it is? What do you think it is? What do you think it is? What are they talking about? Number one fact about the history of marriage mm -hmm. is that it doesn't have to just be between a man and a woman. Uh, that was actually number 13 and I, I, <laughs> I skipped it because I didn't want it to get too spicy or political. And then, you know, marital rape popped in there and I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, it, it is not that, uh, Eric, what's your guess? What's, what's the topic for number one? Uh, let's see. This is the history of, of marriage. Um, People found out that you could make a lot of money off of people getting married. Mm, no, that's that's the Walt <laughs> that's Disney the Company. That's what we're show. talking oh, about. Okay, Alex, would you like to make a guess? Yeah, I think that now that we're living longer, people are regretting the death till you part part. Mm, that is oh. a very good guess. Uh, arranged alliances. Uh, marriage is a truly ancient institution that predates recorded history, but. Early marriage was seen as a strategic alliance between families with the youngsters often have a no say in the matter. Uh, right. That was a like mostly was depressing a reverse, article. This was a reverse list. That number one would have been the oldest fact and the number 13 would have been the most recent, which it doesn't require being between a man yes. and a woman. And yeah. if I had prepared more, I would have known to not go in reverse order. Uh, actually, no. How about this? I did. And I'm a really big Christopher Nolan fan. So I just there wanted to stylize it up. Ooh. There we go. Nonlinear storytelling. Nothing mm -hmm. says, let's get married, honey, like reading off those lists. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now that That's we've right. established the history of marriage. <laughs> let's start with the baby's name and then it's figure out if we love each other. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, we don't have those sounds. Alex started. Up. Sorry. <laughs> oh, also, I live in Canada. Sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you or as we say in French, kind of, sorry. 
Le wow. sorry. Excuse me. It's le sorry. Le sorry. <laughs> le sorry. Oh my goodness. Well, totally I mean, teed Eric up for a clip, but yeah, this one. Bonjour. <laughs> oh, Alex, that's who sorry. Was, who was that? <laughs> that? That's that's Asher. That's, he's he's here. That's our it's our pal Asher. Now um, Alex gets to meet him. Asher, can you please explain uh, who you are? Hey. My name is Asher and I'm a cool kid just like you. I'm totally real. Or, as they say in French Canada, Jay Mapel Asher et J. Suze un garçon cool comme toi. J. Suze total monrail. Yeah, um, he I is. think it's like the fifth time I've heard that and I think I'm starting to understand. I don't know what you're talking about. He repeats about. himself a lot, Alex. <laughs> the thing is that there are some words that are the same in English as they are in French because the French adopted English words, specifically, you know, American English in some cases. But the word for cool is cool. Ah. The word for weekend is le weekend. <laughs> it's all very true. The word for shampoo, shampooing. <laughs> shampooing. I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed, Jimmy. It's a made up language. Um, <laughs> all languages are made up. <laughs> I know. That's why I like saying that. <laughs> all right, Eric. Okay. Get, get us on track. What are we doing next? All right. Uh, let's see. Do we want to have points? Are we really going? Are we really comparing coasts here? Are we? I think that. Um, that's up to Alex. She she decides which is better at the end of the day, and she can decide which is better between anything she wants. So, well, okay. Can we also just clarify something? Um, some people want to get engaged the just for, well, just to get to the heart of spending your life with somebody. Other people want to take pictures and post it on social media. So maybe we should have like a point gauging system of like. Ooh. Who does it because they legitimately are diehard Dizzy fans, and I can really respect that. And who <laughs> wants to have like the biggest showy? No one can do it better than us. Um, and then I can do point systems for that too. Well, I think that that's based on that's that's going to be your call because you're the you're the judge, and yeah, so it is it is entirely uh, objective, and by objective I mean subjective. Um, so if you think that a certain thing lends itself to a certain obnoxious behavior, then, I mean, we, we do negative points all the time here too. Yeah. So Great. let me, let me say, um, Alex, to answer your question, first of all, um, listener, if you're interested in having a Disney wedding, call and concierge and you, and no, they will no, help no. you. They if will find a, they will tell you the number you. to Disney weddings. Oh, what? <laughs> If you want to actually have a wedding or plan a wedding, this is not the podcast episode for you. This is going to be information about weddings, and we're going to just talk about engagements and weddings and honeymoons and that kind of thing. So if you're here to get pointers on how to plan your wedding, this is not the podcast for you. Yeah. That being said, Alex, I think there are, there, there's all kinds. Like it, People who get engaged at Disneyland, Disney World, one or both of those people are huge fans of the theme parks, right? Hopefully both. Hopefully <laughs> both, but odds are it's probably the woman and the man is doing her a favor by proposing in front of the castle or whatever. Um, you know, I don't think somebody's just going to randomly propose at a Disney park 
unless they're fans of the parks. Some people like to make a whole to-do about it. And I don't know if anybody has anything that's you know from websites or whatever that actually talks about how you can plan to get an engagement with photos and everything else. I'll give you my case. I proposed to my wife on the altar where we got married. So how that worked was we're both fans of the parks. We're at Disney World. And we were talking about getting married at Disney's Wedding Pavilion, which is an island on the Seven Seas Lagoon, kind of framing the altar frames the castle, right? So it's a fairy tale setting. It's called Fairy Tale Weddings. Now, I knew for a fact that she knew I was going to propose to her. So I've got the ring and I've got it burning a hole in my pocket and I swear (laughs) she knows. And so we decided to go over and tour the Wedding Pavilion. Now, there are up to 12 weddings every day at the wedding pavilion. Oh, geez. Excuse me. I think it's up to six at the pavilion, right? I call it ahead and told them that I was planning to propose to my fiance or my girlfriend at the altar. When should I come? And there was a 30 minute window between weddings. So I (laughs) planned the day around, you know, happening upon the wedding pavilion in that 30 minute period. Did you have to get a lightning lane for that? No, they didn't have them then. Oh, this, okay. was in, this is 2005. So we, so we're just, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to make this as casual as possible. So we're on a bus on the way to Sexy the romantic. Polynesian resort, which is next to the wedding pavilion. So we take a bus and on the way I'm talking about, you know, I don't think that people should get married until they're 30 because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you don't really know who you are. And so I'm trying to convince her of the fact that I'm not going because I know she knows. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to convince her of the fact that, you know, you shouldn't get married till you're 30. At that time, we're in our mid 20s. So anyway, this is all to throw her off. And we end up, you know, oh, the doors are open. What do you know? And so <laughs> all of this has been pre-planned with the wedding people. So we walk into the, the thing. We walk down the altar. And, you know, this is pretty, whatever. And then I get on my knee and I propose. So, and she said yes, by the way. Um, Six months later, we got married on on that same spot. So no one was there, (laughs) despite the fact that people at Franks, which is the wedding planning thing, Franks from Father of the Bride, they were aware of it. No, nobody took pictures. Later that day, we went to the Magic Kingdom and we had the, the photographers of the Magic Kingdom take pictures of me proposing to her in front of the castle, despite the fact that I had already proposed to her. And did she say yes again? She said no the second time. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and they got pictures of me devastated, you know, mm-hmm. crying. And that but then you got to ride Space Mountain and you were like, wee! <laughs> right. He's got right. that yeah. picture too. He's also holding up the ring there. That's right. <laughs> cotton candy. The, the ring is on a cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> and this series of pictures throughout the day where I'm proposing to her on various rides. Splash anyway. Mountain. That's right. Down the hill. <laughs> She flashes her anyway. Um, <laughs> so that what I, I don't know if that helps answer your question, Alex. But that's my experience. But you have experience from your own life of proposals. So tell us about those. Well, I'm not me personally, but my my brother and my best friend both got engaged at Disneyland to each other. And- <laughs> It could. I was. I've always been curious, but no, no, no. Georgie boy um, brought over his German sweetheart, and they did like a road trip through um, Southern California. And he knew for months that he was going to propose there, so that was a long time planning. And then my friend Andrea, she just 
I hope that all of our friends know that she's engaged now because oops, if not, um, join our game <laughs> nights, everybody. <laughs> but actually she, she brought her mom to pick out her engagement ring. And then they went down to Disneyland, like with the fiance, basically it was already pretty much known by everyone that they were engaged, but just to have like a picture or something from what I understand. Um, so I guess we all think of proposals as being something that's more serendipitous, but clearly we're living maybe more in a time where uh, things have to be more manicured uh, mm. to each, to each their own. Right. So um, not, not to say which way is right or wrong, but looking at, uh, DisneyWedding.com. Clearly, there are different ways to get engaged. And as a skeptic myself, I was looking through this this morning, and I was really actually touched by the different ways that um, you people have thought to get engaged or how to create you a nice moment. You people. So. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you like to share some of those ideas? Um, well, like there's this guy that is wearing a marry me shirt and they're like on a splash mountain or something like, I don't know the name of the rides. My, I'm sorry. So you can just call me out on that. Um, but they're, um, they're going down and there's a, it's a picture of them, basically the camera that takes the shot at the sweet spot. And he's like holding up his, he's opening up his sweatshirt so you can see the big white shirt, white t-shirt and the big marry me question mark. And then she's kind of making like a smug face and it's like, Oh, did she know? And then it was only when that seems they staged. arrived at the end. It might be staged. Right. So it's for me, I really <laughs> appreciate it when, if it is staged, it can at least be clever. That's mm, nice. Yeah. Well, according but, to the website, DisneyWeddings.go.disney.com.sgs.yahoo.geocities.com, um, there are several romantic backdrops that you can choose from to engage to engage in an engagement. Um, one is in Snow White's Grotto. Now, Alex, I know that that sounds dirty, but it's not. <laughs> it's actually a place at Disneyland <laughs> where you can uh, see a, a Snow White sing to you. And she sings and in the there's w- a well. wishing well. There's a, and she's uh-huh. trapped in her doppelganger is trapped in the well and can't get out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's so romantic. It's yeah. very romantic. More lo- lore for the show that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you, you remember uh, where it is. It's right next to the Sleeping Beauty Castle. There's a little wishing well area. Um, you know, it's kind of low key. You can do that. Uh, they also suggest going on your favorite attraction. Uh, and it, they consider it such classics such as Pirates of the Caribbean, King Arthur Carousel, Splash Mountain, uh oh, uh, Mark Twain Riverboat, or Storybook Land Canal Boats, which would be a delight for everyone on the boat with you. <laughs> Maybe have the child weirdly sitting in front be the ring bearer, <laughs> the one in the bow. <laughs> yeah, the idea of getting engaged on a ride seems like you're just taking away an experience from 12 other people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it seems so, rather selfish or egocentric to do that. Okay. So let's say uh, I know someone who's looking to get married, listening to this episode, this is not the episode to help plan, but we maybe can help people not make bad moves. So I think proposal we, etiquette, <laughs> proposal etiquette. 
I know I'm a pro- proposal expert. Uh, I you do it all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> Every trip, n- you no find that special someone. <laughs> no horrific fear of uh, of attachment here. Um, it, <laughs> Sir or madam, would you like to get married? <laughs> <laughs> Please fill out my survey. Um, it's a it's a Google form. Uh, so are we are we saying don't do it on an interaction? Because I think. I, I think mean, you could like probably plan Twain. ahead. All right. So you Mark Twain, fine. I think if you're planning ahead and you work with a cast member and say, listen, I'd like to propose to my fiance. Can you just load us? And I think yeah. that would be very romantic. It would be very nice. You're mm-hmm. alone. Uh, I don't know why you would want to propose on pirates. Like, it, I mean, at no point is that maybe on the bayou or something. I don't know. I mean, well, some people are into like prison stuff, you know, maybe that's true. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Weddings, oh, yeah. What if the ring was on the keychain that the dog was holding? You reach out, grab the ring, propose there, there while things burning all around you. Well, perhaps for like our first um, debate, which attraction would it be the most appropriate to get engaged mm. on? Disneyland or Disney World? Um, I mean, we have to do on both sides, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So, okay. um, Eric, are I've you ready been, to go yeah. with your, I, I think what we can do is we can come up with one f- for each and then make a case for it. Okay. Okay. Um, at the end of little mermaid, when Eric and Ariel get married, <laughs> You propose. Hey, you want to do that? Because that's right there. <laughs> you're by yourselves, right? You have your own little sh- clamshell, so you're not disturbing anyone. And you get inspired to get married, so you propose right there in the clamshell. <laughs> you point at the scene and you hold yeah. the ring up. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and you can wanna? do that on both coasts. <laughs> um, I think... I think Mark Twain is maybe because you can work it out to where the Mark Twain, you have basically at least like 20 square feet to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, you can find a scenic spot in this. I mean, that works on the Liberty Bell as well. And and the Magic Mm -hmm. Kingdom Mm -hmm. where you can, you can have that bit of privacy. I know that's, that's what I tried to do when I, proposed was okay there there are a lot of people around let's just wait until maybe the old man standing behind me walks away mm-hmm. um, or get him involved <laughs> right I mean, obviously me, you're only going to propose on an attraction that means something to you or the couple or someone mm-hmm. in, right? right so you know if the mark twain is special to you i think that probably the number one spot obviously is in front of the castle fairy right. tale yeah yeah that's the number one spot but that's yeah. not an attraction to alex's point um on an attraction i mean Everything else seems kind of ironic, like Haunted Mansion. You do it in the attic next yeah, to the... Yeah. <laughs> the or bride. when you're falling out of the, the window going bride. backwards. You're kind oh, of laying yes. down already. Um, uh, and Mickey's the launch house. of Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> Brandy brought up Rock and Roller Coaster today. She's like, what if somebody wanted to get married in front of Rock and Roller Coaster? Well, we have an Aerosmith-themed wedding. Oh, God. Steven Tyler might even come. He might. Yeah, he's yeah, probably nice ordained. <laughs> so uh, uh yeah, yeah they're the saying attractions boat. i think i think mark twain's probably the better one to go with if you're gonna do that but i also think that um i don't know i i don't think that that's the way to go they're saying also nighttime spectaculars 
Oh, yeah, it's interesting with all the fireworks and spectacle. Okay, that's so not bad. As, as the dragon explodes. <laughs> oh, as, well, into flames. coming in spring of 2024, by the way. Yeah. Um, I would say Epcot on the World Showcase Lagoon in front of, insert country here, mm-hmm. during the nighttime spectacular, that's when you propose. That's not an attraction. Are we going for a, like a picture? Because, yeah, you could probably find every... Every pavilion, you could have a good photographer there if that's right. important to you. Oh, you can propose around the world. <laughs> you can propose in every country. <laughs> and you're legally wet, married in every one. There you go. Um, yeah, what's what's a good attraction? I think Epcot works best Yeah, I for think me. Epcot, there, there are a lot of different... I mean, you could propose with Spaceship Earth in the background. You've yep. got a lot of locations that aren't a castle. Yeah. You want to shake things up. During the American adventure, you can say that. Ooh. Everyone stop. <laughs> I stop the music. <laughs> um Okay, just for the um the pacing, right now I have Dan saying for Disneyland Mark Twain mm-hmm. uh, just because there's adequate space. Okay, so Mark Twain Riverboat, which you Riverboat. are you familiar with that? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. You know the thing I'm talking about. The yeah. the paddle only thing goes toot toot around the river. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jimmy's talking about the aerial clamshell. <laughs> Yeah, mostly a joke, but yeah. Mostly a joke. But I well, do appreciate you being a uh, stand-in for the audience and say, move yeah. this thing along, people. And, and then I have, I, have, I have Eric saying Haunted Mansion. Now, these are just for Disneyland. Um, well, they're all, all of the above can be at Disney World as well. Yeah, they're, they're all bi-coastal for they're those. Now, it's not Mark Twain. It's the Liberty Bell. But right. the idea, I think, with, with Dan is you, you can be secluded. It's a slow-moving boat ride with some beautiful scenery. And what better way to propose without disrupting other people's day and having a scenic experience. So that's that would be my vote on the Disney World side as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it takes away that that sense of like, oh, it's probably going to happen now because most people will do it in front of the castle. Right. Mm-hmm. And I liked Eric's proposal of the Haunted Mansion because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sucker for irony. Yeah. Um, honey, spend the rest of your life, and I promise that I promise I won't kill you like this. I this cut off your lady head. Will. <laughs> but I would worry about the ring falling, uh, Eric, in that context, mm-hmm. and uh, so you'd have to kind of plan ahead for for that. Maybe have it on a string or something, or put an air tag on it, or on a spider web. <laughs> Oh, a, I floated around me. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fish wire. Have a cast member come behind the dune buggy and just dangle it down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your verdict? forever. <laughs> so which one do you pick, Alex? Um, I mean, I think it's a gag, but the aerial clamshell sounds pretty cool to me. There you go. <laughs> Especially yeah, since it. harps really fit well in like water vibes. So if you're totally. looking for a harpist, um, <laughs> do we have an example of harp music, Eric? I do. In fact, well, I think we need to explain. Yeah. Wait, wait, Alex, wait, wait, wait. Alex doesn't play just regular old harp and well, that's what does. we need to get to. <laughs> <laughs> she does indeed do that, right? Alex, you do play the regular old harp. I do. Yes. But that's not what we're about to play. No, what we're about to play is my project, um, the Bionic Harpist. So um, basically, uh, I, I've i taken the harp and I've 
developed a system to attach custom-made electronics to it. So this lets me uh, use audio effects to create different pastoral landscapes with the harp. And from from what I understand, this was something that like was developed kind of specifically. I mean, it's developed for harp in general, but like developed specifically for like what you do, your harp. Like, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, this this idea is that you can attach these devices to any kind of harp, but it's a. I guess it's a huge learning curve for harpists to get out of just playing weddings. And to start um, like doing more like uh, experimental, perhaps, or pop. I mean, I guess any kind of pop artist will understand this idea of using effects on an instrument. I think it, most people understand now that when you're listening to like a guitar, an electric guitar, you're listening to a series of effects. So this is right. basically a, a digital system that myself and a friend have developed. Um, to let me be able to manipulate the harp, but using the soundboard as a mixing board. So these devices sit physically underneath my fingers so that I can play the instrument, but then I can like trigger stuff or uh, manipulate the effects that I have pre-made. That sounds cool. Let's hear it. All right. To my ear, it sounds like a lot of what happens is you're like developing things and looping things and making like a space, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, correct exactly. me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> the beginning sounds it sounded like a didgeridoo. That was also the harp with some modulation. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I use a, a bow, and so oh, putting okay. the bow through different kinds of effects allows uh, yeah, lots of new that's possibilities. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So right, that's thanks. proposals. Should we get into marriages? Yes, let's do it. Well, let's see. So uh, wrapping up proposals, it kind of sounds like you you have genuine places that are awe-inspiring or beautiful or insta-worthy. You've got the um, the the attractions or places or dining locations that might be important to you and and your partner. And you've also got the ironic, hey, I really like this attraction. We we yes, we're I know it's weird that we proposed on um the splash mountain drop but uh, we got a cool picture and we really like this so hey there you go and Disney i think is also very much suggesting that you book a uh a session at the tanaya stone spa or rent some <laughs> poolside cabanas get some cakes for yes. later on you yeah. can also make a reservation at one of their many uh dining locations uh may i recommend for example uh 
uh, oh, let's say the uh, Catal restaurant, which is now exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> don't, don't pick the Uva bar. <laughs> don't go there. Good luck. Um, but I think it's fair to say that you can literally propose anywhere on property. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. There, is there, um, does anybody find any research where you can have a pre-arranged proposal photo shoot where the the cast member is there to capture the moment? Hmm. Eric, what do you got? Uh, I mean, I know you can ask a a photo pass person ahead of time, like catch them while you're waiting in line for something and say, hey, we're going to do this and then get a bunch of extra pictures in there. Maybe they'll take you to a better location or a, right. a slightly different location. Um, let's see. Do they actually have Dan? You've got the site pulled up. Do they have they, they an engagement that you can book? Not really. They really kind of. Uh, let's see. They uh, what I'm really looking for. For oh, you can right call ahead. Now. Yeah, you can call ahead. What they seem to be pushing, not not really pushing. What seems to be the kind of the combination of what I'm reading here and what I read on some blogs is, I think the the winning move in terms of like planning something is to get a photo pass person on your side mm-hmm. and yeah. just like talk to them ahead of time and maybe just be like, hey, because I I read one story where they basically made it so that the photo pass person was directing them to propose, which I think is really kind of cute. Um, uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of creative things you can do there. And of course, if it's not creative enough, they'll say no and you'll be alone <laughs> forever. So for, yeah, that's, that's the thing I was going to say, what an opportunity for Disney to capitalize or, or, you know, make money off of a proposal. But I think there's enough times where the answer would be no, that they would capture that tragedy. <laughs> so maybe they don't want to be involved in that. Yeah. No, they start capitalizing once the answer is yes. And yes. capitalize, they sure do. They <laughs> do indeed. So let's talk about that. Your attention, please. <laughs> Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's date night at Disneyland with the Elliott Brothers and the Disneyland Date Nighters. Let's dance. And let me start off with a little little bit of history of weddings at uh, at Disney parks. Uh, when, okay. Has anybody who maybe didn't come across this, this number, does anybody have a guess as to when Disney fart? (laughs) (laughs) Disney farted out, Eric. (laughs) Disney first started lots of chili. Uh, when Disney first started having official wedding ceremonies at the parks, 1995, you say 85, 95, 95. Okay. I I got nothing. Alex? Um, I'm going to say 86. Okay. Uh, you're all wrong. Especially Dan. Uh, 95, <laughs> 95 was the year that uh, they opened the wedding pavilion. Right. The first wedding that they had on property was in 1991. Um, and they established a wedding division in 1992. Uh, before this, according to a um, a former Disney executive um, who was interviewed for with the Orlando Sentinel, um, his name was uh, his name is Duncan Dixon. He <laughs> said uh, that they they didn't think weddings fit the theme of family and kids to have all these weddings taking place on property. Um, senior management would say, "No, that's not the business we're in." And um, now it is the business that they're <laughs> in, <laughs> very much so. 
so I mean, 19- you said there was like six weddings a day, Jimmy, and at the, the wedding pavilion. Oh, wow, um, and that's just one location. That's one yeah. location. Yeah. So I have that. The wedding pavilion can host up to six weddings per day, and up to twelve weddings can occur each day at various locations on Walt Disney World property. And that's just Walt Disney World. That's right. That's crazy. Another um, statistic that I thought was interesting: um, in the United States, in 1999, about 2.3 million people got married. About 1,500 couples got married at Walt Disney World each year. Since the official start in September 1991, good job, Disney has hosted more than 27,000 weddings. Compared to the country statistics, Disney weddings are pretty rare. We're talking 0.1% of all marriages take place at Disney World, one-tenth of 1%. Holy cow. Wow. Do they say how many of them last? (laughs) the statistics are true Uh, the happily ever after statistic i'd be curious to know that's right well i and i wonder if if disney weddings last longer i don't know probably not who knows yeah Uh, that would be interesting to find out Uh, well let's see so in june of 1995 june 50 or sorry uh july of july 15th 1995 the wedding pavilion opened up at walt disney world uh, the wedding pavilion was designed, as Jimmy mentioned, there's a there's a window uh, beyond the altar that perfectly frames Cinderella Castle. They found a location that had the view that they wanted and built an island to to capture uh, that that view. Um, and uh, that first wedding that took place was featured on Weddings of a Lifetime, a television special on the Lifetime Network. Oh, I get it. June 18th, 1995. Can you get a a gator as a ring bearer? (laughs) Probably. You could ask. Um, (laughs) So, Jimmy, Dan, what happened in 1996 with Cinderella Castle? Oh, Mm. God. It was the wedding cake. It was the the cake. One year later, they made the castle into a pink. They painted (laughs) it pink and put a bunch of candy uh, decorations on it to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the park. So one year after they opened this wedding pavilion, they completely changed the castle. And all of these people that were looking for that perfect storybook Cinderella castle backdrop had this um, pink abomination that I, <laughs> that I love, but they, they had to actually put up, uh, put up a, an image of the castle for pictures because a lot of people complained that this isn't the castle I signed up for. Alex, yep. I sent it to your WhatsApp. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's magical. Yeah, get a load of get a load of that that backdrop image that you would have had for uh, what 18 months. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Abomination. It looks yeah. like one of those games that you put like the rubber um like yes. the like, like child yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah the rings the, like, the on the, the rings yeah. yeah exactly oh yeah oh yeah right 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 oh, Put the gosh. ring on the castle and you win a marriage there you um, go one one uh one other uh, do you have something dinner well no no i can keep keep going okay let's let's do another another guessing game here what was the first year that disney allowed same-sex couple ceremonies um uh, as an official fairy tale wedding 2007 2026 Alex oh, no. <laughs> it is in Florida <laughs> wait oh yeah it, it's only you're talking we're talking to Florida oh gosh uh, it, it Florida was the first I believe but it, this was a this is a a company-wide policy that changed what year that they changed the policy 
Oh, well, wasn't it only legalized in 2008? Um, I'm going to say 2009. Okay. I think it was actually, I think I want to give them some credit. And I think it was actually earlier than that. The, the serious answer is probably early 2000s. Jimmy was absolutely correct. 2007, they changed the policy. Before then, they were they would allow um, they would allow ceremonies in ballrooms and conference centers. So you could you could rent a a space, a ballroom at a Disney resort for your reception, but you couldn't have the ceremony. Um, you could have a vow renewal ceremony. But the, hmm. to do that, you, they required that you had a marriage license. Marriage licenses for same-sex mm-hmm. couples were not allowed in California or Florida at the time. Um, so they required that you get married wow, somewhere okay. and then bring your license and then <laughs> they could do the ceremony for you. But we'll 2007, what's that? It has to be legit. <laughs> right. We still take your money, but it has to be legit first. I know. <laughs> weird. But yeah, that's why they changed it in 2007. They finally said, okay, well, you can have a commitment ceremony, even though it's not a legal marriage at that time um but yeah really weirdly late (laughs) so i i think before we get into like the specifics of each uh coast and the weddings i want to share kind of something that i came across for my just for myself i Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i'm on this podcast and i go to the parks a lot and everything but to me i've always thought um why would anyone in general? <laughs> why would anyone, generally speaking, do a wedding at a Disney park unless they're like a huge, huge fan, right? And then as I'm looking through this, I'm thinking like, okay, wait a minute. You have this organization that can handle venue, food. They they can and they're they're like hyper planners. And I don't know how many of you listening to this have encountered people in real life who have tried to plan a wedding and it's kind of a chaotic nightmare. And I think just knowing what I know about Disney as a company and as Disney parks in general, um, I think a real upside is that you can just say, Hey, we're doing this. Could you please take care of this for me? And they can I would imagine take care of it at whatever level, high or low, that you're prepared to pay for. Yeah, which, you kind of nailed it, Dan. That's yeah. that's 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. And which it, I and I, I think you could even do like uh, you could probably figure out a way to do something that is really about I, like a like a Disney agnostic sort of thing, where it's just like, look, we're in this for the organization. We don't do not we don't. <laughs> If Mickey shows up to our reception, <laughs> we're shooting him. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of the point. And we we did it kind of right there in between in that we didn't want characters. We had the op- we had the opportunity to have characters, but that's not why we were there. Mm-hmm. We're there because we're big fans of Disney and also because we didn't want to have to do the planning. Right. And so in our case, I think we paid $1500 to get married at Disney World at mm-hmm. the wedding pavilion that included a harpist for oh, the quote unquote well. reception. It included the facility. <laughs> well. It included up to up to 15 people and a cake. That was mm. that was the extent of the fifteen hundred dollars. I think now it's more like twenty five hundred or something. Then for we the low at, end. Yeah. So yeah. we did the low end. We we also <laughs> could have gotten Cinderella's pumpkin coach to pick us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we opted not to because that was extra. So we got a limo that took us from 
ooh, um, Wilderness Lodge, where we were getting ready to the wedding pavilion, that also was included in the 1500 2000 whatever it is we paid. Or five, it was 5000 I take it back. It was 5000 But anyway. I think it's, it's, I think it's 15000 now is like the yeah, minimum. That's, I was thinking add an extra zero to that. <laughs> so then we looked at other options. So that, and that option is just we invite our immediate family. Right? And we each invite a friend. So I invited Dan, she invited her friend, and then we just had immediate family members. And we said, no significant others unless you are married to that significant other. We don't want our wedding photos to be of people that we don't know that are strangers. Meanwhile, one of my brothers and one of her sisters did just that, and they are not together anymore. So they never got married, and we have wedding pictures of strangers. (laughs) Photoshop's Um, really amazing, though. You You can just totally erase them. That's uh, true. I don't think we have them digitally. But anyway. Just put um, Nikki on there. There you yeah. go. We've got the character. characters after all. <laughs> um, then we said, well, what if we wanted a lot of people? And they said, well, if you do it on a Thursday at lunchtime, it's $27,000. Ooh. <laughs> that's a bargain. That was in the middle of the day on a Thursday. But if you wanted to do a Friday night or if you could do it in front of the, you could shut down the park and do your marriage in front of the castle for, I think it's like extra five bucks or something, right? $50,000 or something like that. Um, and then you can do photo packages. We did a photo package where we, we were in the park at 6 a.m. the next day with our photographer and they took pictures of us around the castle and carousel and all that kind of stuff. So that was an additional package that was unrelated to the marriage. Well, I I think that it's really important that, and it's really great that they can offer so many services because I've played a couple weddings as a harpist and it ends up being a lot of different people to coordinate with. And for a couple that can be really, really time consuming. And then it's their first time kind of, you think only time they'll have to be so um, meticulous about their planning. So I can understand why people would go this route. Yeah. Right. No, and I, I really, I really, really love the appeal of, and I'm not, I don't intend to ever get married. I mean, but, but just as I'm, as we're looking at the, but I have friends who have, and I, I, um, you know, reading through this, it's just like, oh, you have one point person and that one point person, first of all, they work for Disney, <laughs> right? And they have the, the, the arsenal of this machinery behind them. And really it's just like, do you have enough money? You, what's your credit line? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you how know? much do you want to pay? And we'll, we'll make you a wedding. Right. <laughs> well, in terms of uh, Disney world versus Disneyland, just looking through their website, I can assess that Disney world seems to be more on it in terms of what they're able to offer. Um, just the entertainment alone, because obviously I'm biased for that part. <laughs> um, they offer a, a whole slew of options in terms of entertainment. So you have like from just having a solo instrument, flute, guitar, a harpist or duos and then DJs, bagpipes. Like this is sure. great. We, we like options. Um, obviously, that also depends on how thick your pockets go in that regard. And then California, it, Disneyland's kind of, they were uh, kind of, um, they're be a bit behind. So maybe the union what? rates are just too too high. Yeah, but you also have access to the, the LA area and like a bunch of musicians around there. I'm I'm pretty sure. Oh, that has to be heavily unionized, Dan. Musicians, I, I don't know. I don't totally. Know. 
I, I, I think it's a really good gig. Um, but just to say that physically, like from what I see on the website, they actually have a long list of oh, different oh, kinds oh. of musicians that okay. you can hire on the website in Florida. And then when you just go onto the page for Disneyland, it's just a little phrase of like strings yeah, it's just or like, harp. Hey, music exists, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can do that for you. So Dan, do you have a list of places that you can get married? Like part of a package at Disneyland? Uh, okay, venues at Disneyland that they have suggested are the Adventure Lawn Gazebo. Uh, ever been to Disney Disneyland Hotel? Ever seen that gazebo? That's what that is. Um, uh, the Brisa Courtyard at, at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Uh, again, a where the monorail we, comes by every couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where <laughs> you, if you've ever walked to uh, California Adventure from downtown Disney or vice versa. It's that big courtyard space where you might have thought maybe they have a wedding here at some point. Chances um, are you have walked past a wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah, that space. yeah. It's from really downtown Disney on your way to the lobby, you'll pass by it. Yeah. 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 Um, they got the uh, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa Ballrooms. Mm. They have Disneyland Hotel Ballrooms. Uh, there's a Parkview Terrace, which I think is on the ceiling-ish. Um, not ceiling, on the roof-ish. I was going to say. <laughs> English language is silly. Uh, that's at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Uh, the Rose Court Garden, which is a different garden a different gazebo i'm trying to get location on that let me see where that is the this thing on hotel it's the more fancy gazebo i guess i might not have ever seen that one um or if you uh really want to make an impression you can get married at the in the disney animation building which i'm sure is expensive uh sleeping beauty castle forecourt which i'm sure is expensive um there's also at the small world mall um <laughs> oh yeah if you want to get married in front of the the little smiling face on the clock at Small World, uh, feel free. I guess there's Are a you wedding garden. Hear that song the whole whole night. Do they oh, play? Oh, I, I hope so. That's I think that's why you do it there. Um, you you hire the harpist to play. It's a small small world <laughs> over, over and, and over, over again. again. <laughs> uh, they have a wedding garden. They have that's at uh, California. Disneyland California Hotel. Sorry, uh, Disney's Grand California Hotel. Uh, there's a Sleeping Beauty Pavilion at the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, they say it's one of their loveliest and most intimate indoor venues, aka probably for the pores. Um, let's see, and that's about it. Oh, one thing you can't do you absolutely can't do is do a rogue wedding with a bunch of people just on the fly in the park. They will shut that down. (laughs) (laughs) Where, where's that in the writing? Is it somewhere on the site? (laughs) No, but there's a lot of, there's, there have been documented cases of a cast member (laughs) taking the ring out of their hand oh. <laughs> and being like, no. <laughs> wow. They throw it over the berm. Go get it. <laughs> Eric, do you have the list of Disney World? Because when we toured, there were like four places you could get married. And I'm looking at it now. It is where can you not get it, married? That's, that's kind <laughs> yeah. of the idea. Yeah. yeah. Where can't you get married at Walt Disney World? I've yet I, to find I, most I think of the it resorts. really comes down to where... 
you know, like, do you want to do the normie way? And then we have these places that are kind of like, you know, ballrooms or the wedding yeah, pavilion yeah. or designated spots or how much money you got. Where do you want to get married? Yeah, yeah. The American Adventure Rotunda. Oh, hell yeah. Why is the attic on there? That seems like a, kind of a sad place to get married. Wait, what? It's an attic. It's, it's a, the Epcot it, area. It's a, the boardwalk Inn. it's not an attic. It's the it's a name of a. <laughs> it's okay. an event space in yeah. in a hotel. Yeah, um, California Grill. The uh, I found the China Courtyard, Citricos is a restaurant. Crescent Cove is at yeah, the beach. All club. of the pavilions in Epcot, you can get married. Most restaurants and resorts have something. Um, you can definitely get married at at um, in front of the castle. Of course, that's the. That's the, the nearly $200,000 experience where you and 300 friends can sit in front of Cinderella Castle and get private fireworks after the park closes and all oh of that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, the, um, the courtyard of Tower of Terror is... That's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm not joking about that. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, in terms of destination weddings, this would probably be exciting actually it's like oh i always want to get married in morocco and well yeah pain in the ass to get the whole family out there but or guys pandora the world of avatar mm. oh yeah <laughs> yeah the train station dan the train station the train station are you proposing <laughs> um, um tree of life oh god uh I, I, you know what's funny is as i was looking through this i thought that ironically enough but also it's kind of obvious once you process it the you could get them probably the most disney agnostic wedding at disney world because there's just so many different places you could do it yeah on a lawn in front of a hotel right or it, like in fake morocco or fake you know france or you know fake any country that they have there yeah UK. You can get married in front of the trash cans in that Africa area. They have it. Up there. That's right. You go. <laughs> the trading post or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and then that's actually a selling point for, for some. Because you can add in all the Disney stuff. You can have Mickey and Minnie show up. You could pay Captain Jack Sparrow to show up and dance at your wedding. You could have Streetmosphere performers from Hollywood Studios come in. Or you could just have a nice wedding in a ballroom. That's well and planned by people who know theming. They have their own agriculture department. They've right. got fireworks. They've got what, you know, any number of spectacle. I mean, they have cakes that are are uh, mapped. They're projection mapped and they are animated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't you want your cake to move, Alex? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Do they projection map inside your mouth? As you, <laughs> you said that was my right. question, actually. <laughs> and then you know how right, the bridegroom shove cake in each other's mouths. They projection map more Gosh, now frosting. Now I, I eat the cake of with my mouth open. How embarrassing! Okay, this is going to be the random question, um, the debate. Which character would you each invite? <laughs> for your wedding <laughs> and not just some people that aren't no some others like in jimmy's uh, wedding that have the mickey mouse head on them now yeah <laughs> oh. i would say big al walk around character from country bear jamboree 
He's the one in the in the vacation. No, in the uh, holidays uh, one, he's wearing only a diaper in the yes, final scene. Only a diaper. Diaper, that one. That diaper Big Al, that'd be awesome. Diaper Big Al with his guitar or banjo or whatever. I can't beat that. That's like that's that's you the first try, part, I guess. You have okay, to try. hold on. I I don't know about beating it, but um oof. Or who would be his plus one? <laughs> his plus one would be oh god. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit walk around. No. They don't have a walk around Jessica Rabbit for many reasons, I think. Um no, let me think. An actual walk around character. Um I want Winnie the Pooh there. Okay. Because I I've I've legitimately come to appreciate Winnie the Pooh in the past few years. All right. Eric, how about you? Well that's heartfelt and nice. Um, I guess it depends on the theme. Brandy and right. I spent like an hour today just talking about different theme ideas for weddings, but I, I don't know why I'm 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 stuck on uh, on Goofy in his um, his zoot suit that he wears in DCA. There you go. And just to clarify for the listener, my answer is the same regardless of theme or venue. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a haunted mansion wedding, and you got big Al. Big Al is diaper. Jimmy, was he was he a wedding crasher or an invited guest? He at was that invi- point? He, guest of honor. Yeah, <laughs> he gave me away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Good question. Good question. Yeah, very good question. Alex, do you have an answer? Uh, I was really hoping you wouldn't put the, put well, the pressure guest, on me, so. I guess. Um, I have to go back into my archives of Disney characters. And I mean, can we bring up like Jabba the Hutt or something? Sure. Is, it, is it still, is it a, is it kosher? Now yep. it's Disney, right? It's Disney. Yeah. It is Disney. I think he'd be a great... Um, uh, thruple actually to uh, Big Ooh. Al and Jessica Rabbit. So thruple. <laughs> wow, Jessica Rabbit's I, wearing a gold bikini with a chain around her neck. Oh God, where is this podcast going? I would love just, it. I would love it if Jabba like officiated the wedding. Like, yeah, I, you're right. Actually, I, I take it back. He's officiating for sure. And you're like, because he can't really move. I do. then he just hangs out during the reception in in the dark in the back of the room and every once in a while goes like the priest always does though because he can't move (laughs) yeah yeah i like that answer Plot twist. Alex actually had one good commentary in this podcast. That's funny. Yeah, I, uh, I think in terms of a versus kind of thing, I, I honestly, the only answer, the only way I would argue for Disneyland, other than just I'm trying to win a, an argument on a, on a podcast, is, you know, where, who's flying from where, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and like, I think, yeah, if it, it and, and to be fair, I think Disneyland probably has their own really cool arsenal of things. Disney, Disney World, I think this is a size matters argument. I think, I think having right. more stuff, mm-hmm. having well, with, with one exception, um, is that they have a dedicated wedding, a building that is themed, it's Disney owned and operated. And you go into that place and you plan your wedding with 
you know, there's, there's a dedicated business there, which I don't know they have an equivalent to, and that has nothing to do with size. Well, yeah, they, I'm sure they, I'm sure they have a, an equivalent business at Disneyland, but I right. don't, they don't have, it's probably just like an office yeah. building. Somewhere. A lot of people get married in the summertime because of weather. You can have oh, an after that's wedding. True. Okay, um, Disneyland wins. Um, but the I'm, point I'm is that, that's no and stuff, the right? case. I mean, that's, that's not the case because you can get married in January and it's pleasant. I got married in February. It was cold AF, but that was a unseasonable. So I think the point is... But, okay, let's be real. Cold AF in Florida is different than that up where I live in Canada. So well, that's true. Relative, you, right? But you can get married year-round in California, realistically. But to your point, Alex, I think you got but hurricanes. I'm, I'm you one, got yeah, ridiculous exactly. humidity. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell a little bit, of, uh, a little story. And Eric, be prepared to write down the time code. <laughs> so <laughs> I enjoy planning experiences for people. That's why I work for concierge. I really enjoy the experience of creating experiences. We decided to get married at Disney World. All of our family, we live in Atlanta. So we're a six and a half hour drive from Florida. Every one of my family members and hers are out west between California and Utah. So everyone has to travel across the country to get to the wedding. So me and my, you know, travel planning love and spending all this time help creating experiences for my family and you, you stay here and you can do this and then go here that day, whatever. And my wife is trying to plan our wedding. So she, she's spending all this time because well, we're not doing the $28,000 version. So we have very minimal interaction with Disney. And so she's trying to figure out dresses and she's trying to figure out rings and yada, yada. And I'm trying to figure out how to make the best of the experience for people traveling across the country. And at one point she stops me and she says, I'm trying to get married. I do not want our marriage to be another Supreme Hunt family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's a very demure, very sweet person outwardly. But when she's around people she trusts, she cusses like a sailor. So I told the story to my, my family and they just thought it was outrageously funny because I can't believe this person would speak like that. And that she's right, by the way. And so on our next trip to Disney World as a family, after we're married three years later, we had t-shirts made that say <laughs> AFHFR, which is another effing Hunt family. <laughs> that's a fun little anecdote for the listener. That's uh, There's an F word in there. So that's why you heard Supreme. So <laughs> That story, though, made me think of a question we were talking about at the beginning of this episode. We were saying, if you're planning a wedding, uh, don't call concierge. If, however, what would you say to somebody who was, and I'm not teeing you up for an ad for concierge. I'm genuinely curious on your answer here. If someone were to call you and say, hey, I'm planning, uh, I'm not getting, I'm not the one getting married, but I'm going as part of the party getting married, would would that yes, would your answer 100%, that, that would be because if you've never been to Disney World before or even if you've been it's been a long time it's different now and I I told this to someone <clears throat> just this week about how oh yeah it was, it was just before I came out I was with a, a friend mentor and I was explaining you know what I was doing on the side we haven't connected for a while and I was like so you can't just go to Disney World. Like if you decide you want to go, it's a six and a half hour drive. You want to go to Disney World tomorrow. You can't just go to Disney World. You need to first have bought a ticket and second have made a reservation. And that is really foreign to this man. He's been to get he's been to Disney World before with me, but that's the kind of thing. So 
if yes, in fact, you have a friend who's planned a destination wedding to Disney World, I'm sure that Disney has a service with the wedding that can help the Probably. plan. But if you're if you're just going, I think that'd be a perfect opportunity to call concierge because we can ask all the right questions. Where are they staying? Where's the wedding? Where's the you know whatever? So I think that's a good example, Dan, of, of when calling I, when concierge I think, or something like that. I happens. think the 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 answer I'm hearing in that answer. And again, I don't work for concierge. I get nothing out of it. But it's so I feel safer saying this. It sounds like the way to go is if they call concierge, the first question that the concierge should ask is, does the wedding planning planning party have something going with this? And if so, you should probably talk to them. But if not then let your friends know that they should be talking to us. <laughs> that's, right. that's fair. Yeah. 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 That's a good point, Dan. Um, side note, uh, again, my son, is, he's in the band and their um, band class goes to Disney World in this, you know, early spring as the band and they do the whole Disney, you know, institute, whatever. And I tried to get, I tried to plan the vacation with concierge, tried to plan the band trip. Through concierge. <laughs> did that, did that work out? out? No, it did not work out. <laughs> That's they worked directly with Disney. Oh, well, yeah, they probably got a special rate and everything. Yeah. So, well, before we, before we move on to honeymoons, I have a random assortment of add-ons that you can, you can oh, have Do it. <laughs> from it, now. I, I wish I had planned a little further, a little further ahead, because now Brandon, Brandon and I have always wanted to renew our vows at Walt Disney World. And we just had our 15th anniversary uh, this year. And that was when we were going to do it. And we did not. <laughs> but um, now we're now we're thinking ahead, maybe either random year that doesn't make any sense <laughs> for a celebration, um, which is more what I'm advocating for, or maybe 20. But we'll. We'll find out, and I've I've already or a surprise renew vow oh. renewal. It's like, oh, honey, by the way, all of our <clears throat> friends are here now. There you go. Yeah, we could that. That's good, and I like. I was actively thinking about that exact thing, Alex. But um, no, but not? yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll figure that out. Um, but yes, of course, I reached out to it, to them and haven't gotten like a, a an actual price list yet. So this all comes from a Washington Post article from 2017. So assume that these dollar amounts are different now, but at least it's a little sampling of things that you can you can add on to a wedding. Uh, for instance, how much would you pay to have white doves fly over your ceremony? <laughs> Uh, to shoot at or <laughs> it's Florida. Well, of course, <laughs> is pooping on you also what you're paying for? Because no, that they, just sounds like a disaster. They put, they, they put diapers on their doves at Disney World. Yeah. Um, they- <laughs> all those doves die too, right? Like where where are they going? No, they're homing pigeons. They just go back to their coop. Are you yep. sure? That's true. Oh, okay. And I'll teach you. Oh, all you about know more that about that weddings that than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say three hundred bucks. Uh, no way. But I hope that the harpist is paid more. <laughs> Twenty dollars. 
<laughs> wow. Is it say, also your dinner? Do you do you, do they fly straight to the barbecue pit or something? Oh, <laughs> we've got uh, quote unquote squab. I'd say fifteen hundred, Eric. Fifteen hundred is my answer. Fifteen hundred. This is a wide variance. Uh, Alex was pretty close. Two fifty. Okay, really? Gonna, that's like a, a classic. Great. Okay, I feel a bit better now. But I, st- I still hope the harpist is played more. I'm. I'm certain the harpist is paid more than $250. I don't have any musician. How much to have the doves play the harp? Oh, now that's 15. They will never get anywhere close to mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's a burner harp. They just just destroy it. it. They just chuck it. Throw it in the lake. Uh, Let's see. Private dessert party with fireworks. Ooh, 10 grand. Uh, $20. Um, I, does it say how many people? No, it doesn't. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that means it's, yeah. Okay. That, uh, I'd say a thousand. What's that? It's it's at least one grand five. I think, uh, 15,000. Yeah. I I guess that, that is a fair point, Alex. I don't know how many people this is for, but they, they quoted 2,500. So, wow. It's not bad. Probably That's a decent amount of people. Though. What's that? That's an add-on, though. Right, mm-hmm. right, as an add-on. Okay. Um, you can get that as part of the experience when you do the after hours in front of Cinderella Castle with 300 guests. That yikes! In 2017, was a $180,000 minimum. Lord. <laughs> um, a ride in Cinderella's coach. Mm. Yep. Is it electric now? No, it, it is still horse, horse drawn. drawn. Oh, it's horse drawn. Okay. <laughs> <Diesel> um, or <laughs> it's a diesel That's horse. Point. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 500. 5,000. 250. About $3,000. Oh, goodness. Moly. Well, I guess the horse is paid as well. That's good. True. That's true. Right, of course. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> there was a review of this experience where a, a an irked bride said that uh, it was akin to taking a ride in a greenhouse. But yeah. to that, I say, what did you expect riding in a glass ball in Florida during the day? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a magical pumpkin, though. Maybe you do that one at night. Is it? Did they just convert the Pope mobile? Huh. <laughs> How Added much some to get gold the Pope to it? involved? <laughs> a 4,000, actually. Oh, Not too bad. <laughs> but you, you do have to pay here? for airfare. <laughs> Uh, let's see uh it, here's here's two um two disney entertainers so i'm guessing streetmosphere sort of people that are playing uninvited guests they will come to your wedding for three hours and interact with your guests i love this that's actually kind of cool i love that that <laughs> i could i could totally be hired for that that's I could great work yeah. the wedding and then i could work the wedding that's great <laughs> uh how many hours three hours no 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 they gotta actually have personality i'd say three grand jimmy uh who is this that's coming for three hours just uh, like random people two but they're yeah, two basically tourists that crash your your party your reception i don't understand but they're like characters they're street they're, street they're street street. Street. Yeah. they're escorts basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> That you can't treat sheer prostitutes <laughs> or sex workers, I should say. Um, I don't know, five hundred dollars each. 
Okay, Jimmy's close. They they quoted eighteen hundred for three hours. Oh, yeah! Wow! Wow! Um, at least. At- Sorry, Dan. At least twice throughout the history of the Walt Disney World Marathon, couples have stopped mid-race to get married in front of Cinderella Castle and Magic Kingdom. Mid-race? Sweaty. Mid-race. Okay. One <laughs> couple tied the knot while dropping on the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. According to wedding ex- industry experts, Walt Disney World is recognized as the top-ranked honeymoon destination. Oh, that's honeymoon. Never mind. And destination <laughs> weddings venue. I think that's called a segue. Oh, that is definitely. Are a we segue. ready for a segue? Yeah, let's let's head to honeymoon. Let's play another. Let's play another Alex piece to transition. All right. a lot of ooze <laughs> in, my, in my show man that wasn't the harp ooing yeah <laughs> so do you ever play any of uh that uh the can canon by taco bell <laughs> um, so only when there's dubs involved <laughs> Along with same-sex marriages in 2007, Disney's Honeymoon Registry, which launched February 14th, 2007, is a complimentary online service that allows couples to create a gift registry for components of an all-inclusive honeymoon to Walt Disney World in Florida, aboard a Disney Cruise Line, or at select Disney Vacation Club resorts. Wait a minute. So I haven't heard anything about this. It sounds to me like what it's like a gift registry where people can pay for... Your hotel room. As a gift, they're paying for like parts of your honeymoon. That's right. Well, if you're spending $180,000 to get married at Disneyland, your your friends and family have to put out a little bit too. (laughs) That's actually a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, you know, maybe I don't need plates and, and you know, and bedding. Maybe I just want a a really awesome vacation at Disney World, but, you know, pitch in 20 bucks for my hotel room or something. I don't know. I would have liked that option. I mean, we honeymooned in in Walt Disney World and it, I mean, we went all out. We stayed at the Grand Floridian and everything. But, um, but yeah, you're right. Did did I really need a, a set of plates? I guess I kind of did need a set of plates. Right. Um, we were we were young folk and uh, didn't have a whole lot of stuff. But uh, but yeah, that would have been a nice option to say, hey, just kick in a little bit toward our va- our, you know, vacation and uh yeah because you're gonna have the vacation anyway right it's not like you go there and you're like well okay bye <laughs> let's let's go to gator world now yes yeah. <laughs> guys can we jump to adventure honeymoons that's the oh. plot twist <laughs> yeah 
so I, before we do, I got to tell you the uh, for on the on this very website where it talks about honeymoons at Disney Disneyland Resort. You click the thing; it just goes to Disneyland at DisneyGo.com. It's like, hey, book a vacation today. <laughs> That's it. Good luck. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, Disney World. I'm guessing different. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what was the adventure honeymoon that we're talking about? Essentially, it's um, it's some of the adventures by Disney packages. Ooh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You definitely want somebody to help pay for that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, look at a steamy couple up there. <laughs> you Africa. Now, we're, we're talking about real Africa, right? <laughs> yes, actual Not just Africa. The Ab- Epcot. <laughs> there are actual... Oh, yeah, because Disney has all these things that they, they have, like, adventure things that you can do through the magic of Disney. So instead of going to fake places, they can take you to real places. Right. Right. But, but yeah, it, it looks like it's it's the itineraries from, uh, from Adventures by Disney. I don't know if it's... If they have any specific... Let's see here. I didn't really look into this a whole lot. Um, it does just as Dan said, take you to the adventures by Disney page. So I don't know. <laughs> Other than them knowing that it's your honeymoon, I'm not sure well, that I, there's anything in particularly different from from any of any of these other trips. But um, but yeah, that's well, a good idea. If your idea. family paid for it, that's probably yeah. The, I wonder the if they added it to the Disney Online Honeymoon Registry. They added Adventures by Disney. Uh, yeah, they do have the wishes regist- honeymoon wishes registry as part of adventures. So I think, Dan, the answer to the question is this is the time if you want to plan a honeymoon at Disneyland, Disney World, this is when you call concierge. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll tell Push you what. Push that wedding planner right out of the way. <laughs> That's right. So listen to this. On our, you know, our basically our customer portal, when you're booking a trip, you have to select what kind of trip it is. And your choices are anniversary, business trip, honeymoon, uh, other, vacation, or wedding. Those are the options for when somebody's planning a trip. You have to select one of those. Hmm. So I think this is when we call concierge. Eight, five, six, our ears. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Yeah, I think what we're coming down to is that it's Okay, Disney the ultimate World. question. Yeah. Where, which park is it? that you do the trifecta the engagement mm. the wedding Ooh. the honeymoon all in the same weekend oh interesting that's the crux of the answer of the show one park well you, do you mean resort alex um yeah resort like Think disneyland resort or disney world yeah i think that which resort is, to rule them all yeah that's interesting because that's kind of the crux of the show Depends on what you want to do. I mean, I think if 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 we're taking like money out of it, which is I, I think that's part of what a wedding is, right? Um, I think the answer is really Disney World. I mean, unless in some hyper specific situation. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Dan. I think because of what it is, you know, you're getting engaged there. You know, the engagement piece maybe is subjective. Well, it's all subjective, but the engagement piece, you know, whatever, wherever, there's more places because it's bigger. 
but in, in terms of the wedding, I think because of the wedding pavilion and, and all the different varieties uh, and the, just the fact that they have a dedicated staff for it, maybe. And then the expansiveness. So this is where size comes into the into the mm-hmm. equation because you're doing a honeymoon. Honeymoons are not going to be a couple of days or a weekend. Typically, they're going to be a week. And if you're going to spend a week at a Disney resort, it's probably Disney World. Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> what am I talking about? You're not going to the parks on your honeymoon. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The answer is it's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we all high five each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think if it's, if it's just abstract best place to do a wedding, definitely in Disney world. Having said that, if I were if I were to get married and if it were to be at a Disney property, it's not going to be a Disney World. It would definitely be a Disneyland. Um, but that just comes down to preference. But if, yeah, you're, again, if you're saying a wedding by a, people, right, a, a generic group of people, then yeah, I'd say <laughs> Walt Disney Java. World as well. Yeah, plus Jabba. You got to get a job in there. there. Jabba's bigger at Disney World. He's, too. he's in for your throuple. <laughs> yeah, you have to translate your wedding vows to whatever language Jabba speaks. <laughs> Speaking of, how's Asher Hatties, doing? Oh, uh, has that, has, Asher is? I, he might be asleep. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? He's been he's been on the phone. My Canadian <laughs> girlfriend speaks French. So I'm basically a UN ambassador. <laughs> he yep. must have been talking to his girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, think, but- I think Asher knows a little bit of French, though. I mean, we, we heard a tiny bit. Chuk uh-huh. violets. Les mamas exigence qui sont réels et cool les choices en con vous le demand sufficiment de foi. Thanks, Asher. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know French. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy knows French better than I, than I, I do. do. Um, it's hard to translate with a 12 year old's interpretation. He's 10. 10 year old's interpretation. He was 10 two years ago. Uh, he's still 10. He's, he's still 10. Tra- where's, where's Asher from? His accent is very Orange particular. County. Orange County. Okay, well, that makes sense. Then. See, I, don't it's, think it's the, I don't think that part of the lore has ever been shared on the podcast, but yeah, Orange County. Very much like British English is still the same language. It's very different from American English, different colloquialisms and that kind of thing. It's the same. Asher learned French from his French Canadian girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> so it a, that's it was harder for me to translate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just not you're not as familiar with that that yeah, colloquial the, the cool version was in there for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's the same in both languages. Yes. 100%. Uh yeah. Well, for what well, it's worth, you guys didn't ask me, but I do agree that Disney World sounds like the better location because when it's midnight at the end of your wedding and you want to disappear from all those people that you invited, you can go straight to like anywhere in the Epcot center and be in like Japan or Europe. Well, I mean, let's be fair. When it's midnight, all the parks have been closed for like three hours, (laughs) 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 but you can take the monorail to wherever you want to go. As as long as the monorail is attached to that place. Like a 24 hour Disney pass? No, like, no, oh no, not no. So there's the nightlife well, at Disney World is really lacking. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple places you can go. D- Disney Springs stays, stays open till twelve or one, depending on where you are. Okay, Boardwalk well, opens pretty late too. I think that's the the maybe we'll do like a, a 
a little, I don't know how you would call that in podcast lingo, but you guys can come back to where the, uh, the after party for the wedding would be. There you like, go. And you could do, you can exchange vows around the world. That's right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, I think we, we landed there. So, um, Eric, I think we got to the Supreme wedding location. I think so. I think you're right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That was my that, that was the sound for Disney <laughs> that was the World. sound. We didn't establish this, but if, if California won, you would have heard. Hi, I'm Hewell Hauser. There we <laughs> <you> go. go. <laughs> but I think at the end of the day, um, you know, we've we've established that Disney World's probably the better place to get married, and we've established we we provided a lot of fun little facts and details and that kind of thing. Gave some suggestions for where to propose. I yeah. think we did a good job. I enjoyed I, I enjoyed looking up all this stuff, and I'm glad we had a, a fun conversation about it. Mm-hmm. So Alex, where so you're you're producing an album, and we heard some examples, and we'll we'll close with another example. I think after the end credits, hey, cool. right, Eric? Yep. Um, and then so if if so, you're self funding this album. Yep, I um this is my first studio album. So what you guys have been listening to is more um some past work of mine, and the next I guess coming up next I'm launching my. F- website alextibbets.com and in september and then in october i'm doing a little gofundme so if anyone's curious to check it out alextibbets.com and the album will probably be launched more around february this coming year and if people wanted to support you it's gofundme how how do they get a hold of you or, or follow along i think the best way will just to look up alextibbets.com and then there's a subscription button at the bottom of the website. So that will be the easiest way. And how many, how many bees, how many T's? Oh God. Uh, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> an important part. So two B's an I and two T's T I B B I T T S. But very helpful, Dan. Thank you for luck. asking. <laughs> <laughs> Google will figure it out. We All right. Been. Let's close Whatever. up the old plug bag. Oh, wait, that's a different Th- show. Zip it up. There it goes. Um, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Do we want to play the the third clip now or, or at the end? Because I think it might, we might benefit from Alex talking, telling us what's happening in this clip. There you go. Because <laughs> okay. it's, it is, it's, <laughs> you picked yeah, a I mean, good one. I don't you know which there. one you picked. So. You were there. You <laughs> can tell us. <laughs> All right. Let's go for the third one then. Okay. Things are going to get wild now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like a lot of sub bass <laughs> in general. And I find that an instrument that normally brings people to heaven, I take them <laughs> straight to hell. Nice. And this little one here. Yeah, I wanted to include this one specifically because the others, I think, you could feasibly listen to it and go, yeah, that's a harp. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one, you hear it and go, I trust that it's a harp because I was told that it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is part of my my show that I tour with, a bionic harpist, and um, maybe a little anecdote is that Dan would know this story. Um, 
I became a bionic harpist because I was in a really pretty crazy car accident. And so I have metal in like half of my body. So it's more of a metaphor, but Got with it. this project, with adapting with electronics, it also becomes enhanced like me. So would you say that this uh, new album is going to be more bionic harp or more traditional? Oh, it's all um, augmented, all bionic. But this project that you're listening to right now, it's more of a long experience to kind of sit back and go on a journey. Mm. The album is going to be more conventional tracks. I write pop songs. I write more conventional, quote unquote, <laughs> five minute tracks. So, but it's a, a nice mix of harp as maybe we understand dreamy and then some more like hyper sampled flying lotus vibes in there too so, so where, can we find that music on alextibbets.com you will eventually when i launch that so yeah um, i'm on soundcloud i'll be dropping some singles in the fall on spotify and bandcamp and soundcloud so um little teasers along the way to help but I, i'm talking about the stuff we've already listened to can we find uh, that now yeah so if you look up if um i was part of this it's part of my show from Mutec Montreal in 2020. So if you look up Bionic Harpist, Mutec, M-U-T-E-K, uh, you'll be able to find reference to that show. Awesome. All right. <laughs> and thanks guys for having me. This was a, a nice a nice hour and a half of chatting about nuptial <laughs> Nuptial things. Right. And you're a wonderful judge. You ask great questions and you help move us along. So thank you very much for being here. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Pleasure. Eric, pleasure. you can close us up now. I guess we can't. Yeah. Any any other plugs we need to do here? Well, I guess we've got uh we've got the other shows on the network. We've got Ears Up, Ears Up in Depth. We have the Bantha Boys over at Bantha Milk Podcast, our Star Wars podcast. Uh, we've got the Puny Pod folks uh doing their their Marvel show. And we've got uh, scraping scraping that vault, mm-hmm. <laughs> where Dan, Jimmy, and our friend Audrey talk about Disney straight to video sequels. In and you have to go and listen to a recent episode, which is where Eric came on and we reviewed the Haunted Mansion, the 2023 version of the Haunted Mansion. We did it quite well, and we spoiled the whole thing. And Eric, right. what what is a what's a hub hub crawl? Not on this network. No, not oh, on this network. Okay. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but 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 certainly look up the hub crawl because I'm not allowed to talk about it. Wait, I really? love how people talk about concierge all the time. We <laughs> <laughs> talk about concierge on it all the time, and you every time you're like, um, not a sponsor. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, and Eric, I, know, I noticed you're wearing a, a new scraping oh, the yes. or no, sorry, new uh, Supreme Resort T-shirt, the a new Supreme Resort T-shirt. Gallery. <laughs> I have one too. Gallery. It's a uh, Fantasyland font with uh, Bambi's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I ha- I got mine. I opened it up. I showed it to my wife. She shook her head and walked away. <laughs> my wife said, "There's no way you're wearing that in the parks." That, my wife said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I shared that. <laughs> I sure. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> <laughs>
Dan, however, can't wait to wear it in the parks. So oh, it'll, be, it'll happen next weekend. <laughs> yeah, go go to our Etsy store um, at. Uh, well, it's not cover yours anymore, right? It's just ears up on Etsy. Plenty of shirts there, some of which were made by Dan. And <laughs> you too can own this masterpiece of shirtery. <laughs> All right, I think that covers it here. Um, thanks. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us on this show. Uh, more fun times ahead. I don't know what our next episode is, so I'm realizing it's now. It'll be great. Yeah, Continuous. it'll be great though. I bet probably. Um, but for now, we have we have put this issue to rest. The issue of uh, best place to get married, propose, and um, honeymoon. Not in that order. And it's Walt Disney World. And with that, court is adjourned. Be good to each other. Fresh paint. You've been listening to The Supreme Resort, part of the Ears Up Podcast Network. Guests of The Supreme Resort stay at Wyndham Anaheim's Howard Johnson Hotel and Water Playground. Opinions expressed on The Supreme Resort do not reflect those of the Walt Disney Corporation or those of Ears Up Podcast. Much of the music was created by J.R. Trent. This podcast is produced by Sally Productions, LLC. The Supreme Resort is not a real court. I, oh, I forgot to mention, Jimmy, you took off that blanket real quick once we got started in this. Yeah, I guess things heated it up. It's on my legs now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweaty. Sitting here. Guys, um, can we avoid Tibbet's puns in this cast, please? <laughs> Tibbet's Jimmy, really? I hadn't thought of any until you said that. <laughs> well, but yes, we can. The, I don't we're have not the, gonna. I, we're not gonna harp on it. <laughs>